Hello everyone and welcome to Mindset Mastery Podcast. And in this session, we are focusing on the art of manifesting. Hi everyone, this is Lee and welcome, welcome, welcome. And I want to introduce to you, wrong way as it is, (laughs) camera, I want to introduce colleague and an amazing colleague of mine um, and she's from America. So say hello, colleague. Oh, thank you so much, Lee. I'm so honored. Like it's amazing to be here with you and to be here with your people that are following, watching, joining, whatever, wherever they are. Welcome. This is going to rock your world. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to have a blast today. We are. So we already are. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have a bit of a chat beforehand, but let me tell you a bit about the topic that we're going to talk about today first. Okay. So we're going to talk about manifesting, but we're also going to talk about some, you know, some beliefs as an entrepreneur that you may have experienced. And Colleen and I, we were chatting about this beforehand and I went, what a fantastic topic to bring on board so we're going to have a bit of a chat about that as an entrepreneur of maybe I don't know if you've ever experienced but you know Colleen and I were talking a little bit about you know when we first start our business we have these we have this you know what do you say the 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 glass eyes and we get excited and at times we can be like um I suppose presented false expectations don't you reckon um there Colleen oh absolutely it um You know, there is no such thing in my belief system uh, and the many people that I've worked with and the many people that I've trained with of um, a 24-hour overnight success. (laughs) And I was chatting to um, Collie earlier that I was watching the the news feed going through Facebook just recently and there was an ad there talking about in, in 90 days you can go from $0 to $5 million if you follow their system. And, and and to me, that's like waving a red flag to a bull because it's so untrue. And reality, you know, people, some people will believe that's true. And it's sad when you see, you know, uh, maybe new entrepreneurs who are not business savvy yet and they're so excited about creating a business and then they um, do these, have these false expectations given in front of them. And then the issue is they find out that they can't do that unless perhaps you've already got an established business already. So you're not starting from zero. And then what happens is uh, as, as genuine, authentic coaches, like myself and Collie, we have to go through the whole process of, you know, um, getting getting everyone to trust the authentic people out there as well. What are your thoughts on that, Collie? Oh, I agree completely. Uh, as we were discussing before, it's it's not that you can't have expectations, but it's the false expectations. And the false expectations come from people that unfortunately don't have what I call heart-centered business Mm -hmm. in mind. They don't Mm -hmm. have the ethics and they don't have the values of you in Mm -hmm. mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And so consequently, it's, it's kind of like taking advantage of people, which I really, I'm so against because then it really ruins for the person who's invested the time and the energy and the passion to getting their business off the ground. It starts to lower their their feelings towards their passion and and they're confused. And then some people give up 
And also, too, it's very expensive for a lot of times mm-hmm. that these programs are put in place of people with these grandiosities uh, of overnight success or, you know, zero to five, whatever million. So it's not that it can't be done, but it's got to be done in a way that it can be done. Mm. And, that, and, and that includes belief systems. A lot of times the belief systems for the people that are coming on board to various programs like this, they're not in check and they need mm-hmm. to be in order to maintain and keep full speed ahead. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and it's, it's not like, I mean, that would, if someone could do that and, and have no established business prior hand, <laughs> they would have to have a lot of contacts already. A lot of contact oh. that would actually become their joint venture partners that would edify them, that would have lots of people following them as well. Because when you first start a business up and even though you may have you know, be four years or five years into your business and you, you know, you're gathering a lot of knowledge and you're attending a lot of courses and developing your skills, it t- still takes time in business to have that maturity in your business to have, you know, that amount of people following you to actually create a $5 million business. Absolutely. And to sustain it, right? To yeah, sustain absolutely. it. So to sustain it is is a huge task in itself. Absolutely. You'd have to have a lot, yeah. <laughs> a lot of followers. And then, not, it, you know, to think one can do it all alone with that many followers, that that's a false expectation as well. Right, and the, and the other thing is too a lot of people who are at that level, who are actually at a five million dollar business level or whatever. Um, if you notice, they invest a lot of money in advertising, and the way that you way that you as a uh, entrepreneur can notice that is when you go through your news feed in Facebook. If you see a uh, a, a post with the word sponsored under it. You know straight away that that entrepreneur is using paid advertising to actually get the reach because the biggest problem that a lot of entrepreneurs face to begin with is not about knowledge and their skill. It's about getting uh, awareness and, uh, and driving traffic to their uh, lead magnets. So a lead magnet is their free giveaways, like a, a free gift or something which, which they give to you in exchange for your contact details. Right. Exactly. So it's, it's a big difference. So um, as, I was, as I was saying, it's like it triggers me. It's like, oh, my God, if I see this, it's almost, I, I almost explode. I go red almost and go, oh, my God, do people really believe, really believe that that's true if you're starting from zero? I think, you know, I, I do believe that people do believe that. And I think they want it's it's in some ways I liken it to people who buy a lot of lottery tickets mm. um, with the, you know, the expectation that I'm going to be the one that out of all the millions of people, that, you know, I live in Canada and I know people that buy them every week and they've never won anything. And mm. that's OK. That's fine. There, there's a hope that they will. Mm. But I think of all the people that do and all the people with that expectation that this is going to solve my life forever. Mm. And without doing due diligence, especially in a business world that we're in, if you don't do due diligence and and understand that it's not going to just be the win overnight, 
it it will lead to so much and it's a wonderful place to be it's a wonderful to be an entrepreneur and to be in this world of doing what we're doing and love what we do it's wonderful but it does take work yep. and it just does i mean it just does so i it's not a lottery ticket mm. it's just not That's- Exactly right. Absolutely right. It's, it's consistency. And this is why we want to go into today's topic, which is manifesting. This is why it's so important to be passionate about what you do, to have that drive and inspiration and know deep in your heart that this is something that you're willing to, to work at, you know, um, to have a good business. So having a good business, it, and it sometimes it means that you have to do tasks that you may not necessarily enjoy to begin with until you can create the support team around you to actually outsource it and give it away. <laughs> exactly. And that's that's the thing that comes in to mind with regards to various people that are, you know, they're creative, but they're not business minded mm. or they're business minded and they're not creative. So yeah. in the beginning, it's not that you don't have and can't do both. It, it's just in the beginning, you have to do both. <laughs> and, yeah, but, but the thing, and as you mentioned it, the thing, the thing that keeps us going for myself, and I know for you too, because I have known you for a while now and I followed you for a long time, it's passion. Yep. And so no matter what the day starts out like, you know, may not be the best day. We not be in the best mood. We, you know, something might have gone on in the family. We, you know, COVID strikes. I mean, we don't know. Life happens as we're making plans. Mm. But it's still having that light within mm. that keeps us going. Absolutely. And that is key. Absolute key. And, and, and keeping that and keeping that. And, and the way that you can do that, obviously, is surround yourself with um, other people who are, I call it my go-to people. Absolutely. So my go-to people are people who are not going to impose limiting beliefs onto me. They are my people who are going to uh, uplift me. They're going to be my cheer squad. They're going to be my, you know, keep going, Lee, because you know what? You know what, Collie? It doesn't matter how many years you've been in uh, business, you will still at times doubt yourself. Oh, for sure. Ah. But the experienced entrepreneurs who have a high level of self-awareness, we actually can catch that really quickly and we are able to manage those doubts so they don't stop us because we recognise what's going on so we're not making excuses and we're not justifying. We're, we're, ta- we're, 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 um, we're taking ownership, we're owning our, our doubts and our own beliefs, our limiting beliefs, and we go, you know what? I know you're there, but <laughs> you're not going to stop me. Don't you agree there? Oh, Holly? completely. You know, all the years that I, I've taught at different institutions, like the Vancouver Film School and Electronic Arts University, and and I was teaching communication. It was mind-body communication. And um, I used to say it, and forgive me if anybody is offended, but I used to call it the itty-bitty shitty committee. That, you know, that it's the the knitter natter pitter patter that sometimes is the loop de loop going on in our head. And I just go, okay, I know when it's there and I catch it. And sometimes I move forward without catching it. And then when I do catch it, I go, okay. 
breathe, yeah. you know, breathe. Yeah. And then I tell, literally tell my mind, we are not having this meeting today. <laughs> we're, we're not. There's no room. There's no room in the boardroom for this meeting. So, so you know, bye bye now. Maybe we'll take it up another day. But for now, I have other things to attend to. So we're not having this meeting. Yeah. So, so I think the expectation that some people may go, I'm gonna get rid of self doubt. I'm never, never gonna have it again. I think it's almost like saying, I want to be happy forever, which we know <laughs> that you can't. It's you can't be happy forever because you know life happens. Stuff happens. But uh, it's just really interesting to understand that it's not about removing your self-doubt or removing mm -hmm. limiting beliefs. It's recognising them. That's the point. Now, I want to move into a little bit now, Collie, into manifesting, you know. Mm -hmm. sure. So um, when you hear the word manifesting, um, what do you, you know, if, if you were going to talk to me about that, what would you tell me about manifesting? Oh, goodness. Good question. Um, I definitely would tell you it's very possible and that we're <laughs> and that we're doing it all the time anyway. Yeah. Whether it is for good or not. Absolutely. Because our mind is so powerful. The mind drives the body in dominant thought and we create reality because thoughts permeate through substance and create reality, whether we think it or not. It does. And we are so powerful that that's what we're doing all the time. And we do it unconsciously as well as consciously. Yes, very much so. Absolutely. I, I think it's really, I think it's really, it's really us understanding. I remember, I think it was in the not, um, the, the 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 1900s or the or the late or the or the 2000 was it 21st century or whatever at the beginning where they had this thing come out called the secret. Did you actually, were you around that time where that was really, everyone was talking about the secret and, oh, Rhonda, and Yes, yes, uh, Rhonda Burns actually. Um, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of the people, um, when I, I created a, a TV pilot called um, Owning the Zone of Excellence and mm. um, the people that I actually were going to have on the, um, the documentary were people like... Um, Bruce Lipton, Dan Millman, um, all these people that, you know, some of whom she interviewed and whatnot. So I, I was definitely around at the time. And I know, I know very much. I've seen it. Um, I've read mm -hmm. the book for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And it was, it was a really good thing, a, a point that they talked about the secret because, you know, um, as we're talking about manifesting, you know, we, you can manifest the negative as well as the positive, depending absolutely. on where your thoughts were and they were saying thank god it takes time to manifest because if you think about an elephant or something it will just appear <laughs> in your room or whatever so to me manifesting um all sports people do it all the time they're, they're yes, trained yes. to manifest they actually see themselves winning the the gold medal or the olympics or whatever because if you notice that the sports people in the olympics have just finished Mm -hmm. You'd probably um, notice that they all have uh, psychology co coaching as well as skill set coaching as well because your mind is so important because what you think will determine the results that you get, which Absolutely. comes from the self-fulfilling um, philosophy around, you know, what we think we actually look for and we create and we observe. Mm -hmm. So, um and it reminds me of the power of manifesting, um, I suppose, 
for me when I was very young because um, I had a very unemotional uh, family dynamic. You know, they really didn't, I suppose it wasn't the best environment that I was in when I was growing up. I mean, I mean, they cared for me, they provided food and everything else, but there was no emotional intelligence in right. my family growing up. And I was quite an awkward child and I loved horses. And for me to escape, uh, escape reality, uh, because I was socially awkward, I would dream. And I would have the best dreams that you would ever, ever, ever believe of, Collie. I used to become a white stallion. I was a horse. I didn't see the stallion. I was the stallion. And I was so free. Like I had, you know, my white mane down past my withers and everything else and I was running free. But I always saw myself standing on top of a big hill at the end and I was protecting my herd. So I was the protector. And it was just an amazing dream. So I used to dream so much that I didn't want to wake up. I wanted to dream all the time because that was my escapism. That was, you know, mm-hmm. where I could have joy and everything else as well. And then um, I moved to a property, um, your family moved to a property. I think I was about 10 years old. And, and my parents saw how much I loved horses, but they couldn't afford a horse. But occasionally they would actually allow me go and hire a horse from the riding school the local riding school, and I'd, I'd be so happy. I was on this horse and I was riding the horse. And, and back then when I was very young, I'm not telling you my age or anything, but oh. when I was very young, Polly, uh, uh, the horses weren't well kept. Yeah, there wasn't. Right. Uh, today it's different with the RSPCA anything else as well, but they weren't well kept. But I didn't care. I was on a horse. And this man jumped out one day and he grabbed the bridle and I, I was scared and he stopped the horse and he said to me, Take this note home to your father. And I, I went, oh, okay. So and I was a very obedient child because my parents were very strict. Like right. if we did something wrong, we got hit. You know, no, it was different than today. It was just like, Same oh, my God. <laughs> you know I mean, and, um, and then what happened there was um, I took the note out to my father and then he took me around to see this man the next day. And I thought that I was in trouble because I was riding my horse across this footpath and the hooves were chopping up the grass kind of thing. And his man grabbed to me and he said to me, do you love horses? And, of course, my eyes lit up, you know, as a 10-year-old child. He took me around behind his house and at the back of his house there was all these vines and there was a stable there. And he opened the stable and there was a white stain, exactly oh. the same as what I dreamt. I know. Oh, exactly my God. the same. And he asked me to ride his stallion. So I was a 10-year-old girl riding stallion under saddle with other stallions. So it was amazing. But what, but what it taught for me was the power manifesting and also this man believed in me. It was the mm-hmm. first time I had someone who believed in my potential, who actually believed in me because you know, I was the only girl, 10 years old, riding staying under saddle amongst all adults at, at Pony Club Jim Garmas and things like that. It was amazing. Oh, my heart. I that know. And, 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 and since then, so I, I became a daydreamer when I was a kid. I dream all the time. And today I call myself a visionary as I still dream. Oh, wow. That is just incredible. I mean, I... 
It's just like, you, you, you couldn't make it up. Do you know what I mean? It's just, you could. It was amazing. It was amazing. Of course, I got no pictures of that because my parents were very poor. We couldn't have cameras when I was But like, you do have a picture because you, you created it. So you I have it in your, it in your memory. That is amazing. Like, what a beautiful, beautiful manifestation. How powerful you are, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. but I know I do that all the time. I even got to the start where I used to manifest when I was struggling in my business. Like, you know, being in business is always up and downs and things oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and there was a time I was struggling in my business and I had to go and look at creating some sort of income on the side. Right. And um, I wanted – and I was I was uh, an external coach for this company and uh, I was doing a really good job and I actually – I sat down and I had a conversation with my friend uh, one day and I said I'm going to be invited to be a general manager of this company and I'm going to stay for two years save my money up again and then come back into my business and uh, that company uh, within six months invited me into full-time as a general manager into 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 their company oh my word <laughs> how about you what are you, some of your stories Collie about manifesting oh Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, going back to, you know, like you with regards to childhood, I, um, I, I was, you know, my mom was very unwell when she was pregnant with me and I was given up at birth. And um, then um, I was brought back to live with her when I was six years old. And um, in the transition period between zero and six, I, I fell in love with ice skating. And, and uh, of course, it, it was outdoors. The rink was outdoor, but I had a pair of skates and um, it was cold, very cold here. And um, I would go every day to escape. And my situation, my dad was an alcoholic and my mom was um, basically a, a woman who, you know, subservient. Right. So um, I would go to the rink every every opportunity, every day, every night I could, you know, skate under the stars, whatever. And there was a gentleman there who was quite amazing. He, he would sweep the, sweep the ice to make it clean. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he called me Squeaky. Oh, amazing, amazing. I was called Squeaky um, at, when I was in the Army Reserve. Oh, really? Because um, <laughs> I used to go and drink it with the guys all night and be, my voice would be squeaky the next day. <laughs> Yeah, he would uh, he would call me squeaky, and it was really interesting because as years went by, my voice has been used a lot, you know, in voiceovers and in coaching, and you know, hypnosis and all kinds of things like that. But that was one thing. Um, But the manifestation of the skating came through because when I um, my mom died when I was fourteen, and I moved out on my own at fifteen because my dad's drinking. But I managed to get by and to continue doing what I loved, which was skate and and all the other things. And um, I had a contract at the age of 18. I manifested. Uh, It was I wanted to travel, but I wanted to travel in style. And I didn't want to when I say style, I didn't want to be on a bus 52 Mm -hmm. weeks a year. But I had a contract that came through with a, a company called the Ice Capades, which is a touring company that you can go, you know, they still exist, but not the same. They're more like in Vegas now, Cirque du Soleil and things like that. 
So I had that contract. So I manifested that. I manifested a contract to to be part of the um, the ice capades. But I turned it down in lieu of going uh, with Air Canada, and I became a flight attendant at the time because there was my traveling in style, meaning I would work, be paid for it, and then when I was off work and I was in a, a hotel, I would be sleeping in a comfortable bed, and I could still go home and and whatnot, as opposed to being on the bus for you know, 50, 52 weeks a year. So, so that, that was a very powerful manifestation. Mm. It's just amazing, isn't it? But mm-hmm. um, it's, it's amazing what we can do. I, I think, I think it's that belief in yourself. And then you're, um, as, as we're saying, being consciously, I mean, when I was 10 years old, I, I didn't know I was manifesting. No, I, I just no. knew that I created my dream, you know, um, but as we uh, get older and, you know, like, you know, we're 45 years experience between two of us. Yeah. <laughs> we start to understand behavior and we start, you know, as coaches, you know, that, that's what makes us unique. Is Absolutely. And not only do we, you know, work with, you know, our clients on a, um, you know, a technical level, a skill level, but we're able to work with them holistically. Yes. So we also look at their mindset as well as teach the latest um, strategic strategies or whatever, if they're in business or whatever, uh, that as well. So it's important, I believe, to, to address both because it doesn't matter uh, what tool you're given or what strategy you're giving. If your approach is not aligned with success and you don't believe in what you're doing, uh, you hold yourself back and lots of times it's even done at an unconscious level. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's what I do with people in my work is I take them through a process and it's, you know, if it's not working, they're sabotaging. So I, I work with the sabotage, where the sabotage mm. is coming from. And and when I work with people, it's, you know, I, I do something called the logical levels of alignment. So in that environment with these skills and these capabilities mm. and these values and mm. these, belie- you know, then the belief level, right? Mm. Mm is this identity but most people get stuck at the identity level and can't understand why they can't go beyond that and it's because they don't go into the next realm which is the transmission link so if Mm. those things are all lined up then you can't not be successful in no matter what but if your beliefs are off or your values are off or your skills are off or your capabilities are off or you haven't changed environment for mm. example women perhaps and I've been through this in relationship with a, a gentleman who in fact you know was not the best for me it wasn't until I moved out of that environment that all that shifted for me because that environment mm. was holding me back mm. because my beliefs and values and everything weren't aligned Mm. so when mm. I moved out of that environment then then things could line up again yeah so so um it, it's so important for us to understand I think as well that um to protect our mind it's very it's pretty it's, it's very important to be aware of the environment that you put yourself in you know the environment you put yourself with and the people that you hang around with as well uh, absolutely you know? It's, 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 it's such you know your mind you know it's about you know do we do we feed it health and a positive mindset 
or are we are we just putting crap into it and wondering why we're not getting success in our business or or other areas of our life as well? Absolutely. Our mind is so important, and people because you can't see your mind, you know, um, um, we're not stopping and noticing what we're doing, and. Um, Manifesting, I, I'm, a, I'm a really big manifester and I believe that. So if someone wanted to look at manifesting from your perspective, um, Kali, what, what are some of the things that they could do to develop the ability to actually manifest? Making sure that all the, what I just, for, for, for me with my dream clients, is yeah. making sure those things are all, all aligned. Yeah. When there's not that alignment, you can't go through to the transmission link where the, the manifest happens because something yes. is pulling you, pulling you off. Right. Yeah. So, and, and then you spend so much time spinning wheels in, in that one area. And, and it's really not that it's challenging to get back on track, but anytime we get off track, if we don't have the support and we don't have the people that believe in us <coughs> and, you know, to continue to keep the mind, you know, alive in the direction of which we want to direct to it's a trajectory to go on then you know then we have to spend time back there doing you know, doing the cleanup work again right yeah so manifestation is really very real it happens all the time whether we believe it or not and that's the key starting there do we believe that you can manifest yeah <coughs> excuse me there and um and this is where I think self-reflection mm-hmm. and taking time and stopping. Taking Everything, time absolutely. And stopping. Everything happens in the past. Absolutely. And 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 manifesting as well, like we, we it goes into mindfulness and and um and taking time out. Um you, you don't have to be a yogi a, a, a practitioner to, to be able to uh, have mindfulness. It can be just walking along the river. Absolutely. As, well. as a matter of fact, that's some of the best <laughs> walking by the river, walking barefoot, hugging a tree. I mean, yeah. you don't, you don't have to sit, you know, on a mountaintop for, you know, 30 years. And then all of a sudden you come down and, and your, your business is running smoothly. <laughs> yeah. And and the thing is too, you know, when, when you're honest with yourself, you know, when you need to take time out for yourself. You will feel that you know, those beliefs or that stress or whatever's in your body. Yes. Um, if you're aware of that, then sometimes you need to stop, not keep on going and burning out and wondering why you're not getting the progress as well. Absolutely. So, so tell me a little bit because I know you've been in business about 25 years and I've been in business 20 years, so that's mm-hmm. a long time. What's the number one thing for you, Collie, that's, you know, kept you going in your business that's your you know um, is there any specific thing that gives you drives you and keeps you going in your business so that you are indeed the successful coach as you are today it's always tuning into my soul hmm. and to making how sure do you do that, that, that how do you tune into your soul it's a it, it's become for me now after many years a, an inner knowingness when I'm again off offline I'm mm-hmm. over here or I'm over here instead of there going down the path and it's it's being real mm-hmm. it, it's it's being real I I you know my, it's so real <laughs> that you know like my my granddaughter she turned seven today and um 
She yeah. said she said to me the other day. She said, "You know, Nana, you you're looking pretty good without makeup these days." <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? You look different, but you're looking pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. with that in mind, I I didn't go like, "Oh my God, what an insult!" I went. It's acceptance and it's acknowledging that I am this age, that I have lived this much life and that I have passion to continue serving mm. and to continue bringing out the best in people and to assisting them to be the excellence of which I really believe everyone is. It's just a matter of sometimes we get off track. And so I, even a seven-year-old with her, I am teaching her about manifesting. She's manifested a, a little gift today that she doesn't you know she she's the sweetest thing and she never asks and demands and and uh, she has no expectations of of whatever but she's going to get that gift because she has been wanting that gift now for two years so she has worked for it and and it's not like from begging or from going oh my brother gets more than I you know no she has worked for it and uh, she, she really works on her. We work vision boards together. We, we read uplifting books. Um, so even at that age, it's not too young to start. So it's my passion for service to people to raise them to their level of excellence and unique and bring that uniqueness out. Yeah, absolutely. That's just amazing. Lovely story. And I believe it's her birthday today too. It is. Both of them. My grandson too. They were both born on, on the same day, seven years apart. So <laughs> lovely. And they will be arriving here in about 20 minutes. <laughs> sure. Awesome. Now, now, if people want to reach out to you, Collie, where mm. can they find you? Oh, well, you know, Dr. Google. <laughs> <laughs> My my website, it's just my name, Kali, you know, Kali Cristanti, Kali K. Cristanti. Just Beautiful. there, Facebook, you know, through you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very, I'm, I'm very approachable. Yeah. Now, I'm also, before before we end up too, Kali, I've just I've got some exciting news, and that's oh. next week. Um, I'm running a whole week called Coaching Week, and um, I'm working with <clears throat> some amazing women. We've got about 30 or 40 people in, in my in my oh. private group now and <clears throat> they're going to spend a whole week hanging out with me and we're going to go through a complete a step-by-step formula blueprint oh, of wow. um, teaching people how how to actually start to um, create and attract their ideal client mm -hmm. into their business by email list building so if anyone is listening you want some information about that just reach out i'll give you information about that you jump on board and join our group as well. Oh, but wow. it's, it's been absolutely pleasure talking with you, Colleen. Oh, thank you so much. I just I feel so honored. I, I for everyone listening, you know, you're in the best hands with Lee. It's it's just an incredible, integral, ethical woman who walks her talk and is just a joy. <laughs> absolutely oh, joy. And and I'm honored to be here with you. And I'm just I wish everyone so much love and so much peace and so much success so i know oh, they will i know they will get it when they are with you so <laughs> well, thank great. you so 